This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries in the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany. I'm your host, Andy. Each week, we will throw a dart at the map, and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week, I landed on Nebraska. Most exciting thing to happen in Nebraska since corn. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Buttered corn. I love buttered corn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like corn in general. I mean, yes. (laughs) Nebraskans hate us right now. I'm sure they hate the fact that that's pretty much all they're known for. Mm, yeah. And the Huskers, I think. Football. Which is also corn related. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, man. So what what happened in Nebraska, friend? So we're going to talk about Christy Joe Nichols. Okay. She was born on September 6, 1985. Um, and... She was born into a very religious family. Okay. And they had a lot of strict rules and as I expect Nebraskans. Of course. To be. Very religious yeah. state. Um, so she really didn't vibe with that well. And then when she Fair. graduated from high school, she moved to go to college. Okay. And then after about a semester, she realized this is not for me and (laughs) I'm going to drop out. I get that, girl. And she went and moved to Gothenburg, Nebraska. Okay. And met her husband, Mark. Okay. So I'm sorry if you said this already. She was from Nebraska originally? Yep. yep. Okay. So she just moved to a different part of the Mm -hmm. the state? Yep. She just wanted to get away from her parents. Interesting. I know. I mean, I get it. I I have seen it so much where kids want to get away from like religious settings because yeah. they've been so sheltered. Definitely. So I feel that when she was about nineteen, she met Mark, who she got married to, and then proceeded to have two children okay. with him. Proceeded to. Proceeded to. <laughs> um, as one does when you get married typically (laughs) very true so everyone that knew christy was super so she was a great mother she loved her children she would never leave her children um that was her first and foremost i feel like you're foreshadowing to some ill fate no Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. those are some (laughs) fancy words Mm -hmm. you're so fancy um, so she left her children. She, everyone knew that something wasn't right though in mm-hmm. her relationship with Mark. Her mother could see that there were troubles. She wasn't as happy. Mothers always know. I know. And then her uncle actually, she worked at her uncle's bar in town. Okay. And he found out that she was actually being hit by Mark, and yeah, it was a whole big ordeal. I'll fuck up, Mark. I know. Um, he found out that she was actually like pinned against the wall. Okay. And he was strength like holding her neck and strangling her. Too much, Mark. I, I Too know. Much. I know. And so it was. It was just a lot. Yeah. So leading <laughs> up to, of course, she disappeared. Uh, that we'll get to but leading up to that 
again, they were having problems. She went to the hospital for it. She was very open with her family regarding Mark's behavior, but it was still, unless you're going to leave him, we can't do anything about it sort of deal. Okay. And so um, about 10 days before her disappearance, like I said, she went to the emergency room and Mark actually blamed the whole situation on her saying she was hitting him of course and then yeah and so but then come to realize she had told her cousin that no he was hitting her but it's neither there near it's neither i don't know that saying (laughs) here or there (laughs) there you go there you go you got there it's you, not. It's neither here or there because honestly, they didn't press charges. Everything was fine. Okay. So Christy decided to start going and seeing a therapist, which okay. of course you should. I mean, in those types of situations, they help. Mm-hmm. They help you come to a realization that you are strong, and mm-hmm. so I advocate for therapy no matter what. But. She went to go see a therapist. Um, Mark was really upset about this, and she actually had to drive out of town to go meet a therapist because it was a small town. That's so... Okay. I I know. It's so horrible. Um, The other issue was that Mark was best friends with the police chief in town, too. Tom Foolery. I'm calling it. What the fuck? And so... Mark found out one day that she was visiting the therapist and she came back to go pick up her kids from Mark's parents' house. And Mark's parents would not give her children back to her. These are my children. I know. Nancy and... You have no right. (laughs) Whatever your names are. (laughs) Uh, These came from me. They are mine. (laughs) I grew them in my uterus. (laughs) You had nothing to do with this. Right. And so... She went to go get them. They refused. They called the police. The police came back. Call the police on me. These are my children. I know. But the crazy thing is that these police officers said they were in the right. That because Mark did not want her to have the children. Of course, the police are siding with him. I know. It's it's insane. And it's in the 80s. So, I mean, women didn't have as... They had all the rights, but they still looked to men to be the dominant ones. And yeah. There wasn't as much of a women's movement as there is now. Yeah. So I can understand it, but still, you can't keep my child. I would go all mama bear on these Absolutely. Fools. These are my children. Right. So she left. She was okay. like, I'm not going to deal with this. Like, fine. I'll deal with Mark and we'll figure it out. That same day, she got harassed three times by the police. So she got stopped in the middle of the street and by the police chief saying, you know, you need to you need to listen to Mark. You are doing you are not acting like a good wife. All of this stuff. And then (laughs) you stop me in the middle of the street just to be like, you're a bad wife. (laughs) Excuse me. Why did, why am I being pulled over? Yeah, I know. It's in it's asinine. Um Oh, that was a fancy word. We're getting very fancy on you these. You are. You that said was... foreshadowing earlier. It's not what I said, but I said something that meant foreshadowing. I don't remember what you said. I don't either. So when all of that happened, Christy really 
got upset and she went back to have another visit with her abuse counselor, her therapist, because she was so distraught. She didn't know what to do. And, you know, she was afraid that Mark was going to just take the children from her if she left Mm -hmm. or whatever. But so she was talking it out with him. I think the day of or day before Christy and Mark went Christmas shopping with their children. Okay. And they were trying to work on things. Um, They took them to go see Santa Claus. They went to Pizza Hut afterwards. Cute, cute. Yeah. Pizza Hut sounds good. I Always. Um, So Mark and Christy dropped the kids back off at home with a babysitter. um, And they decided to go get some drinks and, you know, have the night to themselves. Have a little date night. Yeah. So the couple went to the bar, had a good time, and just after 12, so now it's December 11th, 1987, um, Mark and Christy left the bar, stopped at an all-night convenience store, and then went home. She remembers that she was, the babysitter remembers that she was doing her homework and she remembers what time it was when all of this took place. And so Mark came in. She didn't see Christy. Mark came in and talked to the babysitter. He gave her some cash, which she thought was really weird because Christy always gave her a check. Okay. And then she asked where Christy was. And Mark explained that she already went upstairs. She had to go to the bathroom. She was feeling ill. All Mm. of that. So, yeah. Shady boots. I know. Also, poor babysittership. You I know. should have known who came into that house. Right. When you were watching those precious babies. <laughs> okay, Moira. <laughs> um, agreed. I mean, she was sitting in the living room. Now I don't know how the house looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe the stairs were right by the front door. I'm just being an asshole. I mean, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. You can usually hear if people are walking upstairs. Truly. I feel like you would... You would know. Okay, so the way that I picture it is like the living room is at like the front of the house, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have like the front door and the, probably the stairs are right in front of the door. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting in the living room doing your homework, I feel like you would know if two people walked through that door. Right. I feel like I would know too. Yeah. You would hear like a woman putting her purse down or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You would just hear different sounds than when one person walks in the door. Definitely. So he lets her go home. Mark goes to bed and everyone assumes Christy's already in bed. This is the shady part. Yep. And so the kids come in and wake him up around 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he notices that Christy's not in the bed notice yeah right and so he goes he claims he starts searching all over the house to see if she's there she's not he goes back into the bedroom and notices that a suitcase is missing which is weird to me because do you know what i don't look for when i walk into a room a suitcase a suitcase exactly (laughs) my suitcases are in my closet underneath like like they're mm-hmm. covered by clothes. Mm-hmm. So like I I would have to like actively go and look for my suitcase. Yeah. I mean, for real, that's where I put them. I put them in the deep part of my closet because where you, you where you don't need them. You don't need them. You're not using them on a daily <laughs> exactly. basis. How am I going to notice that that is gone? Mm-hmm. 
And I also put suitcases inside of other suitcases. Truly. And so, really, this is a little weird. Yeah. Such a strange thing to just notice, like, oh, the suitcase is missing. I know. Um, so, after that, it's about 9.30 and Christy's mom called to talk to Christy, as okay. they normally do. And he was like, she's out right now, whatever. Um, I'll have her call you back. Then around 11.30, Mark dropped the kids off at Christy's grandmother's house. Okay, okay. And asked her to watch them while he went to go look for Christy. He was finally a little bit worried, quote unquote. I don't know about all this. Mm-hmm. Um, he spent about two hours driving around looking for his wife, but there's no witnesses to corroborate the story. So, like, no one saw his car in the streets and of course remember in the streets and in the streets but remember also that he is friends with the police chief i haven't forgotten i know mark is a shady shady bitch i know that was a little harsh <laughs> it's okay though but he i is. think he is so around 1 30 so about two hours after he started driving around looking for christy mark finally filled out a missing persons report and see, that's the thing. Okay. Me personally. Yep. If I was best friends with like the police chief down here in Gothenburg, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and my wife is missing. Right. I feel like the first person I would call would be my friend, the police chief in Gothenburg, Nebraska, because I need to be like coached along to like, what should I do? Like, should I go looking at like places she usually goes? Should I go to her mom's house? Like what what should I do? It I, I agree with you 100%. Because you also don't want to do anything that would like potentially like tamper with like a possible police investigation. Right. Well, and also you want people to start looking for them. Now, usually there's a time True. limit. You want more people. Yeah. And so usually there's a time limit that you can report a missing mm-hmm. person. But if you're friends with the police department, they can probably jump on that quicker. Mm-hmm. I imagine Gothenburg, Nebraska is pretty small. I, I That's what I assume. I didn't look at the population I, of it, yeah, but I, have no idea. I feel like it is small. I can look that up. Keep talking. Okay. The next day... Now, this is where it gets interesting. The next day, Mark decides to move out of the house. And a few days later, he packed up all of the family's belongings, sold both their cars. And then Mark also forged Christie's signature on the titles in order to sell the cars and house. That sounds illegal. Shady mm-hmm. boots. The population of Gothenburg. I keep saying Gotham. Like we're Batman. It's Gothenburg. Mm-hmm. Um, 3,448 as of t- 2018. <clears throat> it's a reasonable size, but it's not massive. That's, I mean, you could go on knocking everybody's door with yeah. that amount of people. Yeah. And looking at the map, like it, it is, it doesn't cover much. Right. Near Willow Island. That's a f- fun, weird name for Nebraska. I do like that. All right. Obviously. He could have done more. He should have yeah. done more. But it's a little shady that he went and sold both the cars, was trying oh. moved out of the house. 100%. It's like you knew she was never coming back. Right. And you didn't want her to come back. Truly. You didn't care because I would stay at my location just in case she ever came back. Oh, absolutely. And I wouldn't sell her car. That's right. her car, not my car. Yeah. 
It'd be like if Kyle like just skipped town for like a, like he went home to Hawaii to like go be with his family for like um like two months and he mm-hmm. came back and like the house is sold, his car's gone. It's like ghosting on another level. It really is. Mm-hmm. Fucked up, Mark. <laughs> um so Mark decided to actually talk to the detectives and he told them she had taken a purse and suitcase with her, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now she took her purse, too. Yep. And so, according mm. to Mark, the suitcase now listened to the items of the the suitcase and her purse. Oh, so wait, wait whoa, 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 whoa. So you mean to tell me he not only told them that the suitcase was missing, but then he knows the contents of the of the of the suitcase and the purse? Yeah. And, you know, Hmm. depending, let's say that they didn't have a lot of items in the house or they didn't own a lot of clothing or whatever. Maybe you could just say, you know, that he took a few sweaters or she took a few sweaters Uh and whatever. But he goes down and says the suitcase contained a pair of jeans, a sweatshirt, a bra a jacket, and then the purse held a hairbrush, a pen, a lighter, a matchbook, a lipstick, a tub of Neutrogena cream, a nail file, a mirror, and one single piece of gum. So, so I can tell you for a fact that I know that Kyle uses moisturizer, mm-hmm. but do you know what I don't know? The brand of it. The brand of the moisturizer he uses fucking weird so and a, a a single piece of gum right i don't even know what's in my purse right now much less what's in my friend's purse or significant others how pocket how incriminating can you be oh my god there's a singular stick of gum in the in this in my wife's purse right how do you know that i don't know like, i don't know even if you just well yeah First off, listing what was in the purse is just weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would do that. But a stick of gum. That's it. Like, why not just say like a pack of gum? I or she always had she always had gum in her purse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why those <clears throat> a single piece of gum. He said that because it's because he went through her purse, probably looking for money and things of that nature. And he probably went through it all and then I'm assuming did something with the body. I'm I'm just assuming he she's no longer with us. I mean, I don't think that can be said because it's considered a missing persons case. Right, right. But come on, man. I know. And so that's what the police thought too. They were like, this is super suspicious. Like, why why do you know the exact contents of her suitcase and purse? For sure. I mean, they always look for the closest people to the person. Oh. Always. And the husband or significant other is always the first person they look at. Absolutely. And but, I always just assume they did it. Of, I mean, most prove of the me time. Wrong. Please prove me wrong. Most but of the time. I've seen Snapped. That's more about women killing their husbands, though. <laughs> I've seen Investigation Discovery. I know how this stuff works. I mean, right. I love mystery, murder mystery me things. Too. It creeps me out sometimes. Mm-hmm. They searched the house finally, and yeah. they realized that Christy left behind a lot of her belongings, including jewelry and her driver's license, mm. which is weird. Because you need that. To drive and to drive. or to do anything. Yeah. If you want to buy a pack of cigarettes, you're going to need to show your ID. You want to drink at a bar, you got to show your ID. You get pulled over by a cop, you need your ID. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
You need it for a lot of stuff. Even if you want to get a hotel room. I don't know if they did that in the 80s, but I know recent, like 10 years ago, when I worked at hotels, you always have to give your ID. Yeah. You always have to give your ID in a form of payment. Yeah. So weird. It's, I mean, it's normal. No, this whole situation is weird. Yeah, very weird. With Mark and Christy. Very weird. When they were searching the house, they actually found some blood on the floor of their bedroom. Okay. And in the trunk of Mark's Mercury Cougar. So, hmm. But here's the kicker. They said it wasn't enough to indicate that she was deceased. And Mark tried to explain it away by saying it was menstrual blood. In why the is trunk. My, why is my period blood in your trunk, Mark? I don't know. It's so crazy. I'm putting myself and I'm putting myself in the shoes of Christy here. I mean, as we should. Why would I don't just sit inside <laughs> and just let it go? Let it flow, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So the, wild. The police actually was able to test that blood and okay. know that that was a false statement. Like it wasn't menstrual blood. I guess they can determine. Well, I imagine there's like other stuff in menstrual blood. It's not just blood. Yeah. I mean, there's probably like <laughs> uterus pieces. Okay. Let's take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we can keep that in. That's funny. Um, no, but I imagine there's there there has to be some. I mean, that would make sense. Like the mucus wall within the uterus would probably shed some. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be different. That's gross. I don't like anything that I just said, but it's true. Yeah, I imagine there's other stuff in in the blood. There's a different molecular structure when there's other items inside the blood than like pure blood. Yeah, it's not like you just cut your finger and like drip drip drip. Right. That's going to be different than. What comes out of your vagina, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, during an investigation, the police found a note in her car to an unnamed man stating that she would be leaving right after Christmas, but she promised to contact him within a few months. So they started to believe that she was actually seeing another man, um, which... Mark turned this over or they found the they note? They found the note. Okay. So she could very well have been having an affair, but she wasn't happy. I figured it out. So. Oh, Here's okay. what happened. Call Gothenburg. <laughs> Get him on the phone. All right. They go out for Christmas. They're shopping with the kids. They go to the Pizza Hut. <laughs> she either tells Mark that she's going to leave him for another man, and he was like, no, please don't do that. Let's talk it out. Let's go to dinner. Right. Or he found the note. Got upset. Got upset and did something. Right. Shady boots. Yep. And Mark suggested that he knew about it, um, knew about the affair. Hmm. And so he was trying to point the police in his direction into this other person's direction. Oh, like the man that my wife's cheating on me with killed her? Yeah. And so... The police definitely looked into it, but he was cleared. Obviously. Of everything. He had nothing. It was Mark. Yeah. Duh. I know. Well, we don't know that. He's never been charged. I know. I can't I can't just say that. I know. The whole innocent until proven guilty thing is like a factor. <laughs> Unfortunately. But like my intuition is telling right. me Mark is a shady character. Uh I I agree with you. I mean Definitely. We also we it's a tale as old as time 
Okay, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so anyway, so this disappearance, her disappearance didn't get a lot of media attention, which is kind of sad. They yeah. thought she was just a runaway wife as opposed to a victim. Her family spearheaded the search for her distributing posters and asking people to call in with any information. They also hired a private detective who was given access to Christian Mark's home where he uncovered actually more blood underneath the laundry basket, Mm. which is really, really weird. I mean, how can it be underneath? So all of this took place. um, I'm, I'm assuming before he sold the home. And moved all their stuff out. They he just moved out of the house. He hadn't sold it just okay. yet, so it was still in their possession. But he okay. just took all their belongings and left there. Weird. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're right too. I mean, it would be interesting to see. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's carpet. It's probably carpeted instead of hardwood floors. But I would be interested to see if there was any blood underneath the carpet. Yeah, I'm going to go look right now Um, (laughs) because, well, that's that's one of the things that gives it away. Right. Is if you find blood, if it's on a carpet, if you pull up that carpet, there's likely going if there was enough blood, it's likely going to be underneath the carpet. Right. You're not going to get away. You can you can get rid of the surface, but like the stuff underneath people wouldn't know to clean that. Right. Usually. No. And they don't. When you bleach something, it always seeps through. And so even if you bleach something. I mean, not in the 80s, but now if you put a, a ultraviolet light on it, a mm-hmm. UV light, it'll show that it's been bleached. Yeah. So who knows what they had back then, obviously. Yeah. No, uh, forensics has definitely come a long way since the 80s. Yeah. So despite everybody searching for her and um, there was no trace of Christy, okay. but... About four months later in March, um, they found Christie's suitcase and purse at a rest stop on I-80 near Maxwell, Nebraska. Okay. With every single thing in her purse and suitcase that Mark described, down to the one piece of gum. That's bullshit. Do they know how long it had been sitting there? They don't. They don't. And there was no sign of Christie's body or anything. They just found those items. Interesting. So- but see, that's what's weird, right? Is like, why would her suitcase and purse just be at a rest stop? Well, and the rest stop was only 30 miles away. So. Bitch, you couldn't go like further. That's, yeah, exactly. You couldn't go further. First of all, you couldn't hide it in a more discreet spot. Whatever. That was his. Whoever. He wanted them to find it. He yeah. he thought He thought by them finding the suitcase and the purse that it was going to clear him like she was on the run somewhere. But why would she just leave her suitcase somewhere? I don't know. And that's exactly what the police thought. They it looked like these items were placed so someone could find them. That's stupid. Yeah. I hate Mark. <laughs> we don't know if it's Mark, but it sounds <laughs> like <laughs> you you're like being the diplomatic one. You're like, we don't know. And I'm like. Fuck Mark. I know. I mean, in my mind, I'm saying that, but we don't want to. Inc- I know. Yeah. Falsely accuse anybody. So now rumors started spreading about what Mark had done to Christy because Ooh. everyone came to the same conclusion that you are, right? Small towns will be there. There's some gossipy people. And people even went so far as to say that he dis- 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 some- 
disassembled the body. Disense- dismembered the body. We're gonna go. There we down. go. That's that's the proper term. Yeah, dismembered her body, placed her body in plastic bags. <laughs> it's like she's no. on a table. I know. <laughs> An we'll screw it center. out. <laughs> but um, put them in plastic bodies and placed all those. Or put them in plastic bags and then yeah. placed all those bags in different areas at the local landfill and all of that. Huh. Morbid, folks. I That's know. real morbid. Well, and other townspeople started giving rumors that she was actually buried at the local railroad overpass or entombed in one of the construction projects around town. Okay. And so small towns, like we said, they're just a rumor mill. Um, oh, definitely. So we definitely don't know if any of that was true or if it was looked mm-hmm. into. And so Christie's aunt actually started even Christie's aunt moved to from Omaha to Gothenburg okay. to be closer to the location so she can actually start investigating herself because it had been so long. She got a private eye license. Oh. So she could actually dive deeper into the case files. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she definitely. Get you a praying auntie. Right? They have your back. Uh, Yes, they do. And she she definitely didn't come up with anything, but she is still looking to this day. And so it's, it's really, it's sad that cases go cold and please stop looking and you Mm -hmm. have to have advocates whether that be you know just random people like us looking into these cases or actual people with boots on the ground looking into it well and the thing is is i don't think a lot of people realize is that a lot of these police departments have very limited resources to actually do full-on investigations Mm -hmm. so they they do the best that they can and i'm not excusing anything because like obviously a human life is a human life right and it should be you should treat every case as you would like everything else right like it's it's serious yeah but i think a lot of these places they just don't have the money to actually put like you know a task force together of like a hundred people to like just investigate this one case Oh, definitely. You don't. You especially in that small of a town. Mm-hmm. I'm. They tried to take this case to the grand jury, and it got dismissed as well because there was just a lack of evidence. There is. There is a. To me, there's a like a startling lack of evidence of anything that happened to her. We don't know now. There are some red flags clearly, and mm-hmm. the police know that too. And mm-hmm. I'm sure the grand jury recognized that as well. But. Yeah, there isn't really anything incriminating against Mark, except for he was kind of had some shady behavior the days leading up to her disappearance. And knowledge of items that he would normally not have knowledge of. Fucking weird. She has a a bottle of Neutrogena moisturizer and one stick of gum. Right. So crazy. Who would know that? Not me. No, (laughs) not at all. So Christie's case is still open. The police are look into it on and off, of course, um, mm. but they still haven't found anything. Christie's DNA is still on file. Okay. Um. So if anybody is ever found, they could relate it back to her her do you, blood. Do you know if they have dental records or anything on her? Uh, no. So her fingerprints and her dental records are not on file. That sucks. Yeah. Because um, I think at this point point since this was in the 80s i think the only thing that if they found a body 
Mm-hmm. The only thing they really have to go off of would be the dental, dental records because there's no soft tissue right. left on the body at this point. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, yeah, unless her hair. True. I mean, yeah, unless like for some reason there have been cases where like, you know, the earth will preserve like a mm-hmm. body, but it's just like. Mummify it. Yeah, there's just compounds in the soil that prevent it from breaking down, but. That's pretty rare, and I don't, I can't imagine that's in Gothenburg, Nebraska. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Unless it got frozen. I mean, True. Nebraska is cold and the ground does freeze. And True. That would be deep. But I mean, again, this was 33 years ago. So by now, mm-hmm. there's wow. probably no. no evidence and no DNA. Yeah. The only thing, I mean, I might be able to, if she had like a history of like, you know, her right leg was broken right. when she was five or whatever you could see the wound or the heel the yeah. healed bone mm-hmm. or some sort of pin yeah or something interesting interesting um so finally you know her parents have really advocated and really have come out to the crowd saying that the police did not take this seriously and they probably could have found her or found out what happened mm-hmm. if they had just looked harder. Mm-hmm. And again, remember, Mark and the sheriff or the police chief were friends. And so they probably just chalked it up to her running away with probably. her. But that's what's crazy is there's like all this sketchy behavior from the hus- from your friend. Mm-hmm. And like you're just like, nah, she was just a shitty person and left her kids and her husband behind. Yep. And which her family, all of no. her family said she would never have left her kids. Well, I, I I can only imagine like it's one thing if you're in an abusive relationship, but if you're in, a, in an abusive relationship with your kids, I can't imagine you would just leave your children behind with somebody who tried to strangle you. Right. Because you never know what's going to happen to the kids. Oh, but it was she started the fight. Yeah. So um, at the end of the day, Mark is the only suspect, but he's never been charged. Okay. They've never found a body. She was only 22 at the time. So oh. it's definitely disconcerting and sad. Yeah. All righty, everybody. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP. And be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email unsolvedamericamvp at gmail.com. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This has been an MVP podcast. My Village Productions.